Let me introduce you to this episode's sponsor. It's 97th Floor, an award-winning Moz-recommended digital marketing agency located in Lehigh, Utah, and Orange County, California. They're known for driving bottom-line value results for clients like Pluralsight, Dell, and Salesforce. Visit 97thfloor.com to learn more. Brennan, John, what's up, my man? Glad, glad to be back. Welcome to another episode of Below the Fold. Hey, what was our tagline in the first season? Do you remember? Uh, something about uh, just a scroll away. Oh, yeah. No, wait, is that how we opened it? No, that's how we closed it, I thought. Where the good content is Are you just talking a... about the Dave Ramsey? No, that's, no. Who cares? Hey, it's another week. Are you guys excited? This episode's going to be epic. Bleep, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are real excited. Let's let's try that again. How you guys feeling? You guys excited for this episode? Hell yeah! <laughs> Bust out the fine china, boys. It's a buffet. Holy cow! Okay, all right. Just uh, just to make you guys uh, aware, you listeners, of what's going down this episode, we're gonna we're gonna first of all we're rebranding current events. We decided that current events is a really boring way to describe what we do, and instead we're gonna call it what's hot. What's hot? Not just trending stories. No, no. <laughs> What's hot? What's hot? And that that was inspired by John. It took him less than one second to come up with a new name, and we're going to roll with it. What's hot? What's hot? Okay, there's just one thing we want to talk about in What's Hot. And then after that, we're going to uh, we're going to do a little throwback. About eight episodes back, we did a Would You Rather portion or um, segment on the show. We've actually compiled our own Would You Rather scenarios, and we've not shared them with each other. So we're going to talk through them. Uh, they're most likely digital marketing related, but who knows? We may have thrown in a couple of randos in there uh, just to keep the blood flowing. Let's get started. What's up? John? All right. Zero result SERPs. Welcome to the future we should have known was coming, was the title of the Moz blog. Anyways, what's going on? Wednesday, Google launched a large-scale experiment removing organic results from a small set of searches with definitive answers, such as this one. What time is it in Seattle? So, it just gives an answer, and there's a little button below that says, Show All Results. These SERPs display a knowledge card with the show all results button and no additional organic results or SERP features. Uh, let me give you a little context. Uh, this is specifically about rich snippets. And a rich snippet, historically, has always been taken from one of the first 10 Google search results. Okay, so if you had, uh, although time, is that true? Like when you type in what time is it here, it was always pulling from an organic listing prior to now? I don't think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so zero the, so the zero result SERP is actually not necessarily new. It just looks like there's more a, a greater percentage of the results are containing zero result SERPs. Does that make sense? So, okay. Yeah, but they were zero like when I asked Isn't it stupid calling it zero? Zero result? Well, I mean, there's zero there's literally zero results. No, that is a result. It's a result. It's a it's it, you type something in, the result comes up. Sure. But Zero no, result would be, oh, there's nothing here. There's no organic. They should just call it Google result, something like that. No, they should call it one. No. So what do you think about this? you think it's a 
So here, I was I was reading into this article. I haven't, admittedly, I have not read the entire thing yet, but he points out that, uh, and, I, and I've tested it and it works. You know, uh, what time is it in Seattle? I just did. Uh, also, how many ounces in a pan? A pan? Uh, how, how many, many ounces is in, is in a pan, Brandon? Uh, sixteen ounces in one pan. <clears throat> if you're in Boston, uh, <laughs> okay, it's horrible, Boston. Anyway, it just. Uh, obviously, like the whole knowledge graph and everything, that's nothing new. Uh, they did show that. Um, let me see here. Let's pull up the statistics so I had the right one here. Okay, so uh, SERPs with 10 blue links have roughly 79% organic click through rate overall. If you add a knowledge card in there, so something like how much is Mark Cuban worth, and that gives you like a little instant answer at the top. With no other features, that drops to 25%. So that's a 68% drop-off. So Dr. Pete here, is that right, Dr. Pete? Dr. Pete. Dr. Pete Pete is saying, like, you're already losing over two-thirds organic clicks. And so Google has tested this and found that, okay, people don't really care. But that's still 25% of people who got the instant result and whether or not it satisfied their question, they wanted to read a little bit more. Like, I would like to – if I said what time is it in Seattle – and then it tells me the time. I think it would be interesting to have an article about like uh, Seattle legislation f- trying to push uh, uh, getting rid of the um, daylight, daylight savings time, stuff like that, like stuff that's that related to the search. That yeah, it's not the exact thing that they're asking. So like, why not just have the results there? I don't see how that's hurting anyone. I don't know. And maybe he explains that. I couldn't I, from my skimming. I didn't really see an answer. Is more so just like. Get ready, adapt, which I agree. This is I'm, I haven't accepted this yet. I'm still in denial. I'm still complaining and whining about why they're doing this. But I recognize that as a marketer, no matter what I say, at the end of the day, you have to adapt. Well, remember that Google's main purpose is to get people the information they're looking for in the fastest amount of time possible. So if they are reducing the number of clicks people need to take in order to get to the answer or information they're looking for, that's what they're going to do. They're not. They're not catering to companies yeah but i'm still getting like back in the day i could say how many ounces in a pan (laughs) what is your deal dude (laughs) how many ounces in a pound uh and it answers it instantly no clicks required and then if i want i can continue to look through the results and see if there's anything interesting whereas now they make me click show all results and then i get the maybe i want to watch this youtube video that illustrates how many ounces are in a pound I almost said <laughs> panned. Anyway, that's my rant. Oh, that's true. You know what? I Yeah, show all results. That is, why would they do that? Why would they only show you the one thing? Yeah, why yeah. not? Like, if you're going you're gonna to answer it, they're going to get their answer, but give people the, the luxury. Why of, make them click again? Yeah, why make them click again? So I'm, I'm taking your argument. I'm flipping it back on you. Yeah, no, no, no. I hear you. I, I misunderstood. I misunderstood. This is, this is super lame. So l- l- let me, quick pop quiz. Okay, Brandon, you should know this. John, you should know this. You, uh, Brandon, you you wrote the material. John, you consumed the material at Market Campus. Uh, how many types of keywords are there? Three. What are they? Wait, John, what are they? You got your head keywords. No. Medium. No. Long tail. Well, Sorry, he is right. Yeah, he is right. Boom. <laughs> I, I commend Brandon Not for talking. knowing what type what type of keywords I'm looking for. Are you talking about like branded? No, 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 no. I'm, I'll, I'll give you one informational mm, transactional okay and then oh, what's the last one 
Shame on you. Brandon, what's the last one? Navigational. Navigational. Okay, so in my in my my opinion here is that out of the three types of keywords, informational, transactional, and navigational. Yep. It's informational keywords that are most affected. Yeah. Because I'm thinking from my standpoint, right, and, and I manage the SEO at Vivint, most of the informational stuff, first of all, is not a common question like what time is it here or, you know, things that like Google would answer. Even if it's informational, Google typically will create listings for like what is home security? If you type in what is home security, what do you think is going to pop up? Do you AD, think it's going to give you ADT. one answer and then show more? How about this scenario for you? What if someone types in cost of Vivint and it just starts showing one little answer box for them? That's going to be annoying. Well, unless we own it because they're pulling it from somewhere, right? So right now, yep, it's pulling securitysystems.net slash Vivint PHP. That's the rich snippet for cost of Vivint. Oh, cost at Vivint? Cost of Vivint. And w- what did you say the listing was? Uh, securitysystems.net. Yeah. Slash Vivint. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so pricing is, well, who cares? Pricing is a terrible example without going into more detail in that we don't publish our prices. So anyway, do you disagree? Coming back to informational keywords are the ones who are that are most likely going to get affected. Yeah, but even informational, like unless it's super cut and dry and precise and exact, like what is Mark Cuban's net worth? There's a there's an answer for that, but there's also a story around it that people are interested in learning. And so, yeah, stuff like well, well is it a percentage game? Because if I type in what's Mark Cuban's net worth and it just tells me the answer I'm looking for, how many people want that story? Not many. But there are people who want it. Like, I find myself clicking onto that Wikipedia to read a little bit more about it. By the way, do you guys know how bogus the results are for net worth of anyone? A lot of them are pretty bogus. Most of the websites out there that rank for that, that even the snippets are being pulled from, are written by bots. Like, like I'm not sure how much or how accurate those actually are, but people don't care. And I I think the people writing these things realize that. They don't care... If it's right or not, they just want a number. Like that appeases people. Donald Trump's height, six foot three, gives me all the results though. Do you think that would be a search that would soon be just six foot three, nothing yes. else? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so I imagine they're testing, right? Because Google likes to test these things. My my gut tells me that it that this will not uh, go to the masses. I think that they're going to pull back, realize really what's going to happen in fact maybe they they designed it this way for the sole purpose of knowing how many people want more results because if they give you everything they don't know if people want everything but you put a button anyone who if if the majority of people keep clicking that button then they'll know oh we should just we should show all the results get more data anyway so, I mean, that's news. A lot of people have, I mean, a lot of businesses have already gone, gone out of business. You remember at 97th floor in the early days when we had uh, onlineclock.net? Oh, yeah. So onlineclock.net. I think it was uh, like alarm clock, something like that, right? I thought it was online clock, but it, it doesn't, like, the business is so weird. If you owned this website, would you go to an agency and say, really, because is it even still but around? they still, like, I just typed in online clock, onlineclock.net. Yeah, um, that's it. It's onlineclock.net. All it is is a clock. 
and, and, I've and, used, and I've used this sometimes like personally. Right. But it's, it's sole purpose is telling you what time it is. Yep. So if you want to know what time it is, you can just go to Google. First of all, that's stupid because it's on every single computer. But I don't think it's people are using phone. it to know like what time is it right now. They want something to display the time. So maybe they're far away and they want to put it up on a TV. Like I just need a big clock for this event or whatnot. This site allows me to get there, a big there clock. There are a lot of options it. here, right? Because yeah. you can click fireplace and then all of a sudden there's a fireplace behind the clock. Yeah. Do you know one of the top random fact, top watch channels in swedish television is a non-stop feed of a train that goes back and forth throughout the whole country of sweden i'd watch that it's one of the you top would just sit and watch it or you just have it on in the background i'd have it on in the background maybe uh, watch it during my lunch break see yeah. what the train's up to <laughs> right. hey man whatever you guys you know whatever you know whatever all right floats your boat Anything else you guys want to talk through as it pertains to zero result? Dude, I'm ready for some would-you-rathers. I think it's lame. Let's move on. Yeah, it is lame. Let's the story wasn't lame. The move by, oh, yeah, the totally. move by no, Google is lame. I hear lame. you. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Okay, so we're going to move into the segment called Would You Rather. John, give me the first one. Give me the third one on your list. Third one. Okay. Would you rather win a creative award by a third-party group so like a stevie award yeah or something like that or kill internal kpi and when i say kill like kill it you you did a great job internal (laughs) kpi not doing anything creative whatsoever but more technical so the the award is for creativity and the the other thing is killing your kpis in the technical side. So no recognition. Internally, yeah. No recognition. You're just doing a good job within your company. Or you get this creative award by this outside party. Tons of recognition. Is the creative award for creative that didn't do anything for the company? No. I'm going to uh, pick the <laughs> second one. So I do not pick the creative award. I agree. I would not take the award. Because all that is, uh, it, all, all you do is pay awards. for that anyway. <laughs> what would you do, John? Um, now you're making him second guess. Yeah, that's he true. was going to go with the award. I'm, going, he was. I'm still going with the creative award. Oh, he wants on, a man, cre- fancy he, party. He doesn't want to help the business grow. Oh, I'm Brandon, he just wants, baby. He just wants recognition for himself. I'm making the Olympics better. Narcissist. He, he <laughs> wants to improve his resume so he can move on to a new job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Brandon, give me your second best one. My second best one? Yeah. I, I, that's too much thinking. Can I just do the second one? Yeah, just pick one. Oh, crap. I'm in the wrong. Uh, <laughs> here it is. Okay. Uh, my second one is John's peeking at my questions. <laughs> oh, oh, there goes my phone. Don't worry. It's a Google Pixel 2. Indestructible. <laughs> uh, is that going to be in one of your uh, new YouTube videos? Oh, yeah. Some referrals. Uh, link, in the, link in the bio. <laughs> Amazon affiliate. Would you rather be self-employed doing affiliate marketing for a product you do not believe in but it works. It's obviously making a living or work a strict nine to five for a company you believe in and love. Oh, I would definitely take the nine to five. Really? Oh yeah. I don't but, need to work for myself. Then you get the dream of flexible schedule working for yourself, but you're not excited about the product. Yeah. It pays the bills. I'm happy with nine to five. All right. Fair enough. John, when you say don't believe in it, is it like morally opposed or is it just kind of like, <sighs> meh? I was thinking about that. 
I was thinking like, would yeah do it for some unethical type thing? Or is it just? But like I was a just thinking like yeah, the the product does not excite you. Maybe it's like fleece fabric or I, what I was originally like thinking was like you 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 don't believe in it. Like you don't think that this product is the best solution for people, but well, it sells. Well, well, yeah, it's like it, it it may be a product that you're like the competitor i'm trying to think i'm like trying to speak as i'm trying to think of an example like let's say time. you don't believe in essential oils and you think it's crap but it sells like hotcakes and you make a living off of it is the living a better salary than that we'll say it's, job? it's sixes same so you're, you're making 100k how about hours either. per week work hey man you're self-employed you pick that's the beauty Okay, so I'm working four hours a week and making the same salary as a nine to five. But it's not a product you care about. I would do the four hours a week, man. All right. Go start a second company I do care about. <clears throat> Look at this guy. No shame in his work. Once recognition. We're finding out a lot about John today. <laughs> this is really just a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. We're exposing John this episode. What would you do, Brandon? Um, oh, man. I you would. Didn't, you didn't answer these be, like as you were writing them. <laughs> I'm just. I was just. I save it for the show to get my real reaction. Um, Way to be organic. Rather be self-employed, uh, affiliate marketing for a product I don't believe or strict. Oh man, I would. Uh, I'd probably take the strict nine to five, but it's not an easy. <laughs> not as easy as you. Uh, no, I'm very I, much in the middle. All right. If it was an unethical thing, definitely nine to five. Let, let me just say this: I've been disappointed with the two questions that you guys. Have you know asked what? So far. I'm uh, flipping it. I'm going affiliate marketing. Oh, thank you. Hey, as long as it doesn't cross any ethical boundaries. That's what I'd I'm say. with, man. All right. <laughs> now I feel like there's a lot while, of pressure while, on one of mine. While Jacob's at work, we can go do something fun. Like, Let's go to John a movie. John just saw. I just I sold a sewing machine on Amazon. I don't believe in it. It's probably not even the best sewing machine out there. But I'll take the money. Made like twenty bucks off of it. Yeah, actually, like almost 70. eighty. You know, yeah. you guys are the used car salesmen of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, my turn. Would you rather have five hundred qualified leads now or ten thousand unqualified leads in six months? Whoa, five thousand qualified nope, leads. No, five hundred. Five hundred now. Five hundred qualified leads today, or ten thousand unqualified leads in six months. Like I get those across the six months, or it's 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 uh it's nothing, and then six months they all come. Nothing up. in six months, you get them all. I take the uh, five hundred now. Five hundred now. Why? I can act on them right now. I'm a man of action. Let's get going. That's data that I can use to improve over the next six months. Mm-hmm. That's cash I have to work with for the yeah. next six months. Uh, otherwise, it's a it's a famine out there for six months, and I might not be in business to take the 10,000 leads. What if it were 20,000? Let's look at it this way. What percentage of unqualified leads, generally speaking, will turn into a sale? Conversion rate. What's a, what's an average conversion rate? Well, it depends on the industry, mm-hmm. but you're looking at 2%. 2%. Yeah. Okay. So let's say 2%. If you had 500 qualified leads now, even 10,000, 10,000, what's 2% of 10,000? 1% is 500. So you would double the number of sales you would get uh, if you gave them up now in six months. But I feel like the information you're learning from those first 500 would make your next six months much more effective. 
Like, you convert yeah, those so. customers, you turn them into fans, you hop on the phone, you interview them, get so, to know so, them. Okay, so let, let me and ask then you. I, I could be getting. Let 20. me ask you a follow up. If you could get a hundred sales today, or two hundred sales, so one hundred today and no more in the next six months, or two hundred if you have to wait six months, which would you take? Um, well, then I guess I would mathematically I'd take the two hundred. Why? If you if you think you're going to be out of business before the six months comes, well, that's what I, that's what I'm saying right now. It's the exact same scenario. I'm saying if you have five hundred qualified leads now, but ten thousand in six months it's the same principle you're doubling it because uh you double the 500 if you wait the six yeah, months but you put a constraint on there saying i it, i can't get any more i would only pick the initial amount with the idea that i can optimize on that and build over the next six months but if i can't do that then that changes the equation okay yeah that's fair yeah okay john oh whew, man i'm off I'm out of breath. We're flying through these. Yeah, I know. Holy cow. Wait, let's, let me ask you this. How many do you have? I have seven. How many do you have? I got five. I have nine. But you know I'm always good for some off the top of my head, but they may get a little... Uh... Give me one right now off the top of your head. Go. Would you rather sit in a pool of pus? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have one right now. <laughs> do you want me to feed you one? <laughs> Give me one off the top of your head. All right. Would you rather eat a burrito full of cockroaches that are alive and squiggling, or would you rather have a taco filled with a giant centipede with the little legs? <laughs> the little legs. <laughs> I was hoping for something a little more digital marketing related. <laughs> Mine was going to be, one I just thought of was, would you rather ride a donkey for 500 miles to the hot desert or walk a cool comfortable 1000 miles how many was with the camel or 500 500 on the donkey no saddle hot desert or good perfect temperature but you got to walk a thousand miles get in shape man thousand mile walk let's do it what are you taking do that that's a pretty good one (laughs) really yeah i say that because a donkey can go way faster than i can and you're not having to walk, but you're yeah, in the hot Yeah, and you're not having to walk. And it might get sore without a saddle. I mean, you'll get sore even if you've got a saddle. <laughs> uh, I think I will take the donkey. Do I get to keep the donkey after 500 miles? You eat If him. it's alive. Wait, there's no water? There's got to be water. Nope. You can't make it Straight 500 job. miles without water. Trick question. The donkey dies halfway through, <laughs> and you're stuck in the desert. <laughs> Only 250 miles, though. Yeah. Hey, go back to my taco burrito question. Uh, I will take the centipede. That's an easy one. Tacos are smaller and one centipede. A burrito is bigger, filled with live cockroaches. Hey, since we're being nasty, would you rather take a bite out of a tuna sandwich? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) He's already saying no. (laughs) Take a bite out of a tuna sandwich and realize that you just chomped through one cockroach. Or... Finish a, a nice chicken meal, and your last bite of chicken reveals a bloody Band-Aid. Last, last meal, bloody Band-Aid. Wow. Tuna Brandon. is disgusting. Like, do I have to eat the Band-Aid? No, it was just, it was marinating in the, the bloody Band-Aid. I'd take the cockroach. Wow. Less chance of me getting a disease or something passed through someone's blood. Yeah. I'm taking this from a survival approach. What if I say? What if I say the blood is totally clean? 
Yeah, blood. Totally clean blood? Yeah, like you, no risk of... It's your blood. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, okay. Is it my blood? No, it's... Uh, I eat my blood all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yum, 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 yum. It's my blood. I'll take the... Uh, no, I'll take the cockroach. <laughs> my what's, blood. what's wrong with my blood? I don't know. I don't someone's, have any diseases. Someone's bodily fluids. <laughs> He's just he just thinks you're a mud blood. All right. Well, that was a good little intermission. Yeah. Go ahead, John. What's your next one? Okay, here, let me hit you up with one. Would you rather have Donald Trump running your company's social media or Barack Obama being the face or icon of your company? Wow. That's a pretty good one. Thank you. I want Donald Trump uh handling my social. Are I'd you pick, kidding? That's I'd like that's Trump. viral gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, is he is he tweeting as Donald Trump? He's just tweeting for your company. Or he's but behind he, it. What, do people, do know, people know it's Donald Trump? He's just running it. People don't know. Oh, pff, that changes it. <laughs> That's like, no, I don't want Donald then, Trump doing that. But then Obama is the face of the company? Yes, sir. Yeah, I would well, pick then Obama. I'd, then I'd pick if Obama. If people didn't know Trump was doing it, then it would just seem like an idiot company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would pick Obama's face for sure. But if what there about was you, John? press around it, that Trump's taking over the, this oh, company's yeah. marketing. Oh, yeah. If, if people knew, board. I would 100,000 times more likely take I'm, Donald Trump. I'm in line with you, guys. Don't worry. I'm not crazy. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Hit me. Uh, this one came from my wife. It's because I randomly asked, and I didn't think she'd give me an answer. And she but she did. spouted this out. Hang so on, hang on. How much time did she take to think about it? Ten, less than 10 seconds. Wow. Uh, it's. I mean, it's not the greatest question, but... Oh, that's nice. Throw your wife under the bus before <laughs> you even ask. Throw her under the bus right now because I know she'll never listen to this episode. <laughs> Would you rather do marketing for Cafe Rio or Costa Vida? Cafe Rio. And why? She didn't ask that. Well, you got to explain, though. I'm asking you why. Cafe Rio is a better brand. They have more clout. They have better food. I. They're a brand that I, uh, I would... Uh, I chose Cafe Rio because I would choose Cafe Rio as a consumer over Costa Vida. I consume them pretty 50-50. So what would you take? Well, I want to hear John's answer first. Cafe Rio, hands down. Costa Vida is not good. So it's Costa because you guys, you guys hate the food and you believe in Cafe Rio. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to tell me, would you rather do marketing for In-N-Out or Five Guys, I would poop on Five Guys before <laughs> I ever did any of their marketing. Yeah, I do In-N-Out. Yeah. Even though, I, even though I like Five Guys burgers better. I will say in and out probably would not be as fun now that I think about it because their brand is so strict that you'd probably not have as much It's like freedom. their menu, man. You can't do anything fun. Yeah. What do their marketers do? They Who? come up with little jingles. In-N-Out? Yeah. They just find cool scriptures to put in the bottom of the cups. I'm pretty sure the scriptures are the same they have been <laughs> since day one. Um, I would pick Costa Vida. You idiot. You're only saying right. that because we said Cafe Rio. No. You know, Costa Vida is just a ripoff of Cafe Rio. Yeah. Sure, man. sure it is. But you know what you're picking? You're picking the Rel Canonical. Yes. <laughs> oh. Marketing joke. <laughs> nice one, Jacob. We got the nerd clan in here. <laughs> uh, All right, tell me. Why? I pick Costa Vida. I like both foods very equally, so I'm not picking off of what food I'd rather have. Uh, I have done, when I ran uh, UT Prep, my Utah high school website. Yeah. I reached out to both Cafe Rio and Costa Vida to sponsor like a pick 'em tournament type thing. And they gave me a hundred dollar gift card to give out Costa Vida or Cafe Co Rio. Cafe Rio never got back to me. And I feel like because Cafe Rio kind of has the bigger brand name, 
Costa Vida spends a lot more money on just brand type stuff. Like they just want their logo to be everywhere. Whereas Cafe Rio maybe. So what you're saying is they throw their money away with, with, I feel like you have, a lot more, you have a lot more freedom with the experiments you could do with the branding at Costa Vida. You're guessing. Vida. You're guessing. Yeah. Off yeah. my limited knowledge. <laughs> but that's why I pick them. Dude, just put one bite of that sweet pork deliciousness from Cafe Rio in your mouth. Oh, I don't even like need. the pork. Here's the thing. Oh. Out of all the foods there, my favorite item at, at, between both stores is at Quesadilla. Costa Vida. And it's the uh, raspberry chicken chipotle burrito. Raspberry chicken chipotle burrito. <laughs> the chicken burrito, and then they put this nice raspberry chipotle glaze on it. It like almost like hardens. It's just like a candy. Oh, that's good. It's like a giant Jolly Rancher. It's not good for you, but it's very good. Yeah, I'll so pass anyway, on if that. I can get like a discount on those, I'll, I'll work there. Well, Bridget, good job. You created some some healthy conversation. Thank you, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> Even though your husband's wrong. Okay. Would you rather have one piece of content? Sorry. Would you rather have one 10x piece of content or 10 1x pieces of content? One 10x piece of content? And what is the 10x? Leads? Sure. <laughs> so it really equals out to the same, but I'm going to take the 10. The one piece of content, 10x. Same. One piece, 10x. In hopes that I could leverage that for some PR. Okay, yeah. that's it? Leverage what for PR? What would you do with that? Leverage the, the the more attractive viral piece of content. If it's just a basic piece of content, I'm doing 10 of them. That's not newsworthy. No oh, wait, wait, wait. So you would do one piece of content get, that gives you 10x. You realize that the result is the same. I know the result is the same, but I think there's some SEO implications yeah, I'm not thinking SEO. I'm not thinking SEO on this. <laughs> I'm thinking social and uh, potential okay, coverage. Okay, well, also add SEO in there. Uh, I still pick. So it's it goes, think, it goes to the quality over quantity argument. Sure, and I think quality so you're is more quality. important nowadays. Ask me five years ago for SEO, I'd probably go with the ten. What about uh, what, what newspaper did Jeff Bezos purchase? Washington Post. Yeah, they they've they've kind of quashed the idea that quality is better. Don't you think? Not if you're Donald Trump. They're posting. <laughs> not if you're Failing Trump. Washington are Post. You, are you are you are you Donald Trump? No, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think like Washington. They Post, publish like 1,500 articles a day. 1,200 was the last number. 1,200 articles a day, and they're seeing 70 percent growth. Yeah, but is that SEO growth or is that social growth? It's SEO growth. It's traffic. It's organic traffic. You know that for a fact? Yeah, that's what the whole article was about. You have to send me this article. We, we've we talked about it on the show. <laughs> it, was, it was specifically organic, though? Yeah, it was traffic. It wasn't social. Well. Does that change your mind at all? I mean, if I'm a – I guess that's the big question. Backtracking here a little bit. If I'm a media company – uh, then, then yeah, you got to have a lot of stories out there. But if I'm like selling uh, health products, I'd rather have that one good story every ten days than every day I'm posting a, a mediocre so-so story. Okay. Do you stand by that, John? Yeah, I want to stick with quality. Okay. 
Good job. Fair enough. Whose turn is it now? We don't have to take turns. <laughs> Dre. That's kind of boring. All right. You got to popcorn someone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you rather have full access to your Google My Business pages with 10 locations or no? <laughs> For <laughs> those of you who <laughs> can't see what's going on, Which Brandon all of you. <laughs> almost tipped back into his chair and fell onto the floor. There's a hole on the floor behind me. Okay, anyway, we should hold that stone up. Chiba. Repeat that question. Okay, would you rather have full access to Google my, to your Google My Business pages with ten locations or no access with fifty locations? Does this require some context? Okay, so Google My Business. This actually comes from an uh, from an experience we had at Vivint. Many people don't know this because they don't experience Google My Business suspensions. But there are two types of suspensions with Google My Business. There's a hard suspension and a soft suspension. If you have 100 listings on Google My Business and you get a soft suspension, you don't lose access to your account, so you can just start from scratch and build over. That's a soft suspension. A hard suspension is your locations stay, but they cut off your access. So you can't go in and make edits. Anyone can go and claim those listings. I, I mean, they, they won't necessarily know that they're open for taking, so it's not like, oh, it's a gold rush. Let's go steal all these listings. But you lose access, and someone can go in there and solicit google for possession of those listings so the question is if you have 10 listings or 50 right would you rather have all total control of 10 or no control of 50 and let's just say no one is trying to uh to steal them so you lose access to analytics you don't lose access to the leads but you lose access to the listings themselves if i understand your question correctly i'm going to pick the total control of 10 okay what part is confusing to you? So you're saying no matter what, like when I have control of 10 listings, does that mean I have a total of 10 listings? It means you have 10 listings. Yeah. Like you can go in and edit the hours of operation. If you, if you change your phone number, you can, you can go in and edit your phone number. But if you have 50 locations, you don't have control over. If the information is correct, it's, it's fine. But if you move or change your number or your hours of operation change, or you want to update the, the photos or add the, uh, tap to message portion like you can't do anything it's it, it all of a sudden becomes static then i would i'd still pick the first one okay like why? why would anyone pick the second because you have five times more locations well yeah but that's more of a business what i'd rather have a business that has 50 locations versus 10 i'd pick the smaller 10 that i have control of versus the 50 that i have no yeah, control. yeah less dress go with the 10 yeah i think i would do the same thing Okay. okay, I got one for okay, you guys. Good Would you rather, I'm excited about this one because you're in this room. Would you rather have Rand Fishkin or Seth Godin on your team and why? And why? All of a sudden, this this isn't would you rather anymore. This is, <laughs> hey, which of these choices is better? But make sure you tell me why. Uh, I would pick Rand Fishkin because he's funny, he's uh, charismatic, and uh, he's... Um, in, um, He's not in a box. I feel like Seth Godin has his messages that he prepares. He goes on a stage and he gives them, although they may be inspirational. Sometimes he just comes off. First of all, on your team, what does that mean? Like working together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seth, Seth Godin is just a dry, like, who wants to work with Seth Godin? He's so full <laughs> of himself. Rand Fishkin's, like, down to earth. He's got cool, like, 
fashion sense. His hair is fun to look at. <laughs> I feel like like you could fist bump Rand every day, and he'd be like, yeah, he'd be all about that. But Seth would just like look at you and be like, don't touch me. Personality alone would allow me to pick Rand, but there's there's more than that. If 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 Brandon picks someone other than Rand, then I think I'm going to quit the podcast. You asked why, and you got why. Uh, I'm going to go with Seth Godin. He's lying. Here's why. <laughs> I know he's lying. I'm picking Rand Fishkin for the simple reason that, from my view of both of them, Rand Fishkin is very tactical in the weeds. Uh, he would actually contribute a lot of value, whereas I feel like while uh, Seth Godin does a good job at, like Jacob said, motivating, kind of painting a picture of this is the strategy that your marketing needs to go to. Uh, I feel like if I followed up with that with, okay, well, here's, How our, do you situ- do it? How, here's our situation. What do we need to do specifically? He would just repeat what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to think different. Well, okay. I know that, but how are you we just got to paint that? your cow purple? Whereas Rand, I feel like is just loaded with case studies. You know what? That's a better answer. Brandon has a way better answer. So it's true. Answer. Seth Godin is in the clouds. He's very top level, level strategy. And and Rand, I think, has that aspect too, but he's way more tactical. Yep. Nice. Like he's, I think, like if the New York Times were to hire a consultant, they would probably be better off hiring someone like Seth Godin to come in and give a high level directional change to the company. Uh, whereas Rand Fishkin would be someone who's very concerned about immediate ROI. Uh, maybe in a smaller company, Rand would provide a lot more value. Okay. All right, Brandon, hit me with your 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 number one one. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, you'll both like this one. I mentioned this to John earlier, so he has a little bit of an advantage. Uh, would no, you, he doesn't. Would you rather do link building nine to five all day, that's all you do for an in-house company, or manage 30 clients at a full-service agency? I would do the clients. Really? 30 clients you got to report to. Sure. Versus, So you hate link building that much. Link building is literally the worst thing <laughs> that I've ever done in my whole career. And I'm glad I don't do it anymore. And John has, you have help, you had up to 24 clients. Yep. So this question is a little bit of, I would hits take home the, a little bit more. I'd take the clients hand down. Man, Man link I thought building this would be was the worst. Easy the other way around. No, are link you building. serious? And, and and keep in mind, dude. At least there's clout in being like an account manager. If you're building links nine to five, you're like bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking. Posi- we're leaving positions out uh, of this. No, that's that yes. is your position. If you're doing link building nine to five, you are a link builder. That is your position. If you've got thirty clients you're managing, you're a, an account manager. Let's say you're making the same. I don't care. All right, um, dude. Are you kidding? The monotony alone would drive me insane. I would last like. I two like, days, maybe. Well, I know I would last more than two days because I used to do that nine if to five. I had to so do, did you. Yeah, I know. If the question was a link building nine to five for an agency, then I would definitely pick manage 30 clients. But doing... It's the same thing. I don't care. Dude, no. building links nine to five, it doesn't matter. You didn't say quantity of links per day. You're building links for in-house. You're building, you're building links. Sure. But in-house, you only have to focus on that one industry and just building strong relationships. Yeah, which, which means it's even more monotonous. Mm-hmm. I also think... I remember building only links for the food storage industry. I had, I had two slash three clients, just food storage, and all I did was build links for them. Are you kidding? All I read was prepper stuff. I want to I mix it up. I want to make connections <laughs> across the board. I don't want to have to be talking to crazy preppers all day, every day. <laughs> but... That's the thing. I wouldn't go about link building the old way that we did. 
that's what people so i think people who hate link building associate it with get my list of crappy mediocre art mediocre articles insert seo keyword or keywords here so that's true that makes it better but at the same time if you're being measured by your links if that's the metric it sucks I'm being, I think the measurement is, are we seeing an increase in organic rankings, traffic and whatnot? So yeah, if I spent, like I picture it as I'm going to spend my day uh, schmoozing people at Forbes and TechCrunch and whatnot, building good relationships, following them on Twitter. Ugh. Ugh. And that's all. And then eventually you get to the point where you. How can you like that? You don't even like mingling with people. You don't like networking. That's what you're describing. You're describing Digital networking. Yeah, yeah, that's all you have to do, though. And yeah, then yeah, you don't even like that. But it's one of those. Are you things... trying to convince me to become a link builder nine to five? No. In this scenario, I'm saying this can be one of those positions where you're putting in a lot of work for those that first six months to a year, but you get you hit a point where you have all these relationships established. So now, when you want a link, it's just boom, boom, boom. You got publications left and right. Are you telling me that you would take the nine to five link? I, yeah, I already job? said that. I'd take the nine to five in a heartbeat. Over having 30 different bosses you are plus insane. your own boss. First of all, if you're managing your clients where they're the boss, you're doing it wrong. Hey, I'm just saying, hey, we had this discussion. I know we have. Season one, and you were on my side. With link building or what? No, no. When I said, because I said to Paxton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, oh, you have like eight different bosses. That's true. And he's like, no, they're not your bosses. And I'm like, and then you said like, yeah, they have the ability to fire you. So it's- You report to them. So in that way, I think it's true. They are the boss. But I'm saying if if your relationship and interactions are that you are bowing down to them, that's the wrong way to do it. Still, 30 different clients, like that mental switch. That's what I dislike the most about agency work is like I got to think about sports and then I got to think about fleece fabric and then I got to think about this health. You know, not gel. everyone's cut out for that kind of thing. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. For me personally, I picked the nine to five in-house just building links for a company out of those two positions. I prefer neither, but if I had to pick between those two. All right. There's my answer and my why. Okay, I've got one. Would you rather never be able to use social media or never be able to use a search engine? Oh, this is dangerously similar to a question I had, but it's a little bit different. We're talking personally? Yeah, personally. I I would want to use the search engine. No social media. We could only use search, never touch social, or only use social, never touch search. That's right. Uh, I'm going to pick search. I, I can only use search. So you would get rid of social. I'd get rid of all social. Because social is a great way to, like, get a message out. But if I don't, like, that's less important to me than being able to find the best deal for a headset. Yeah. Or so, like, so, like so, shopping. Like so, store so, hours. Or so movie remember... Search engines are gamed mostly. So if you want a good deal, all you're finding is are are the SEOs who want you to think theirs is the best deal. Yeah, but you still have some control. I can go to page three. What if what if you want to buy or get a great deal? You go to your, your social media and you say, "Hey, I'm looking for a new pair of headphones. Anyone know of a good deal?" And then you get validation through your your network. Yeah, there's that. But still, many times when I'm researching a product. Or when I'm looking at buying a product, even though a friend has recommended it, I still have this need to search it and look at all the reviews, read articles, watch YouTube videos. There are reviews on, on social media. Yeah, but not like 
there's a difference between you just saying like, oh, you got to get the pink or not the pink mattress, the purple mattress. <laughs> it's great. Okay, now I'm interested in learning more about it. No, I'm, say, I'm saying more. I'm saying companies on social media have re- there are review pages. There's Facebook reviews yeah. for companies and products, and I don't trust those as much. I don't trust review pages. I put a little bit more trust in third edi- party editorial, third party websites. Okay, so there's no convincing you to to get away from search engines. <sighs> no, I think it's mainly because I do a lot of shopping online. Okay. John, you said search. Mm-hmm. Same reasons? Yeah. Well, unless – is Reddit included social? I'd include that as social. Reddit is a social platform. Yeah. Okay. I would I would go social then. Really? Just from Reddit? <laughs> so basically it's I need Reddit more than I need Google. <laughs> because all the stuff I really care about, there's good discussion going on in a Reddit channel. Somewhere. Yeah, but it's all opinion-based. There's no fact in Reddit. They post links and I – I go. Could say everything on search is opinion based. Yeah. But if it's on Google, it's it's a fact. <laughs> it's legit. Wow, that's interesting that you switched uh, to social. It is interesting. So, I've been I've been advocating social, but I would never pick social. I Why would pick that? search engine all the way. Pretty much for the same. I'm I'm hardly on social anyway. I know. So, on uh, when I'm yeah, I'm more of an information consumer, not an information distributor. Mm. And I feel like people on social are the type that like to distribute their information, even though they may like to consume, you know, opinions and what their friends and whatever are doing like Reddit. Someone who likes Reddit is, is uh, you dude, Reddit. That's a, are you super active on Reddit? Um, I like to read a lot. I don't post a lot. So you don't, but do you contribute like comments and stuff? Yeah, I try to. Yeah. So that's like, I feel like that's the type of person on Reddit is the person who likes to troll other people. So I can see why you like Reddit so much. Now I'm thinking of switching my answer. To social? Yeah. Because most of the shopping I do is on Amazon. Come on over. So I just go straight to Amazon.com. Yep. And then any like marketing softwares and stuff like that that I would do research on, I could go to groups and say, what do you guys use for landing pages? What do you guys use for your email marketing? And then go to those websites. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But it's slower. Right, you post something yeah, on Facebook, sure, slower. and you're, you're you're you may be hours before you get the answer you're looking for from the people you're asking. Because you're also missing. You out. know how fast Google gets it to you, in point zero zero three four two seconds. I also feel like you're missing out though on like trending. Yeah, new stuff coming out. Like what's what's what are people talking about? Even though you got Google News, you could visit news websites. So, so that's a good point, right? Social, you kind of get a vibe. Of so like, so Google has to index it, so it takes some time. So basically, it's it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for trending things, it's definitely faster on social. But it does show up on Google. But if you're looking for something fast, like, hey, I'm in the market for headphones right now. Like, I've got the money. I'm itching. I just got my tax return. I'm itching to spend it. You're, you're, and, and you're going to have to wait. So there's a delay based on, on what you're looking for. But, again, depending on how large your network is, you may not get the answer you're looking for on social. It's true. And, and it may take hours for you to realize that you actually made the wrong query, right? At Google, you're like, you know how sometimes you get on Google and you're like, I don't even know how to ask Google to give me what I'm looking for. If you, if you come across that situation on social, it's going to take you a few times before, before you get it right. And that's, I mean, that's hours. Whereas Google, boom, I keep snapping, snap. (laughs) And if it's wrong, you just type something else in. So you're going back to, you're going to Uh, social. I'm still going to stick with search. I'm just saying I'm close. Okay, that that means it's a good question. That's it a is question. a good question. I have a follow up question. Well, since so it's is so this related. when you say follow up? This is a new question this that's is a, related. This is a new question. Okay, 
it's basically switching to business mode now, marketing, our marketing teams. Would you rather focus entirely on search marketing? So that includes SEO and paid, paid, but have zero social presence, no accounts or anything, or entirely on social, paid and organic, but absolutely no search presence. In fact, you are, now I'm not going to go as far as saying de-indexed, but yeah, you do nothing search. for SEO. That's, that's like, that's easy. Yeah. Search. I pick social. No. Why would you pick social? Social, I feel like, is easy and fast to get a message out. Sure, but especially for a younger the conversion company. rate is is terrible. The quality of lead is terrible. Organic, organic that includes paid. So SERP traffic is the highest qualified traffic there is. And if you rank number one for a specific specific key, keyword, you are the authority on that keyword. But what if you don't? You just said we I just mean, dominate SERP. So that's that's the that's. I didn't the, say dominate search. I'm saying you're focusing on search yes that's the same thing if i'm focusing on search i'm dominating search <laughs> that's how it works all right i guess it also depends on industry because no no it doesn't it doesn't i dominate it doesn't matter like, the industry like uber, if i'm doing search i own if it uber was pure search uber would be out of business because nobody was searching for like ride sharing services but when they leverage social media same with airbnb yeah you didn't whatnot. specify industry though you just said if you had to pick that's what i'd pick I mean, if this was like, you know, like 50-50, you're like, would you pick social or search? I'd be like, search. And they're like, ah, you lose because you are uh, doing it for Uber. That's sure. Come on. Come on. I still pick social. Why? Because fo- social, I feel like, is just it's the go-to place right now. It's easy to build a following. Dude, here's why social is terrible. Do you know the life of a tweet? 18 minutes. 18, yeah. 18 minutes and your tweet is gone. It's gone. Yeah, no well, one knows. Twitter, I don't care about. What? I mean, even Facebook. Facebook is about two weeks. Two weeks, and your message is gone. If you're focused on search, once you're once you're dominating search, you're there. You're there, man. Like that's that's you 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 can't beat that. Plus, people, it's it's. Uh, Let me ask it's you. It's like this. no contest. You're looking to buy a bottle of vitamin C. Okay, pills. so now you're going industry specific again. Well, no, Wait, I'm just a sec, just a sec. Let me let me tell you why social's better in no, no, this no. industry. Uh, hear, hear me out. You're going to buy some vitamins, and you type in uh, vitamin C supplements, and there's a website that ranks number two. Um, number but, two. <laughs> but when you look, well, we'll say they're number one. You're, they're, they're number one for this vitamin store. Do you buy there, and you realize that they don't have like any following on social, or you stumble across these vitamin C supplements, and they've got 80K Instagram followers, super engaging. Uh, but when you search vitamin C supplements, they don't show up, which – brand do you trust because you could also worry like is this actually a good brand or was some guy who's good at seo get this up there well some guy i'm gonna turn this on you you'd have to be good at seo i would look at the vitamin c on search and then i would go find reviews for that product on search just like you said because you're like i trust those more beefed up product testimonials through search so that's what i would do Especially for vitamin C. You know, that's a good point. Care. He did just freaking throw your own crap at you. Whoa! <laughs> Ninja. Well, end of story. Um, no, I, so let me come back to your question. I, I, I actually lean more towards search, but I think I'm biased there. Like, if you don't rank number one, if you don't rank anymore, if you don't rank well in search, there's an element of uh, authority and uh, validity that I think is missing. Because... 
I know that reviews and likes and followers on social can be gamed so easily. In fact, if you if you pit a social media expert against an SEO expert, I would take the SEO expert just because I think it takes more chutzpah <laughs> to win in SEO than in social. Because you can't just throw money at at you can't just throw money at a page and get it to rank without knowing what you're doing. But you could easily go on a Fiverr, spend a few few dollars and and game social like it's it's just too easy all right I fair agree. enough you still on social though uh i still lean again i'm not like oh easy social i'm like 55 percent social so you're, if you're you could bench right if you could today. dominate <laughs> search or social for dev mountain which would you choose uh for dev mountain i would dominate search because that is our biggest lead source what if I was like a... What about Market Campus? If I was like a consultant, uh, I'd probably focus a ton on Facebook ads going to powerful... What about pages. Market Campus? Facebook. Well... No, social or search? For Market Campus, I'd pick search. What about Tech Audit TV? Social. DP cheesesteaks. Social. No one's Googling like, where do I get my cheesesteak yeah, in food, Utah? Yeah, food is definitely... Uh, social. You t- type in best restaurants in Provo. Yeah, but it's tough to. But rank. then I get crap like Provo Tri- restaurant reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> Your protege. <laughs> I think you own it now. No, I don't. That was a joke. It definitely varies that. industry by industry. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that was a good one. I like that. Okay, let's see. Would you rather give up bathing for a month or give up the internet for a month? <laughs> Uh, I'd give up bathing for a month. Of course you would. Because I can still make money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no one would want to be your friend. Unless my income is residual and it's just making money while I'm showering, then sure. I'll shower for a month. You've got some residual uh, income. You don't because you're so focused on social. Your posts are already dead. (laughs) So now you're stinky and poor. Hey, YouTube's social. Wouldn't you count YouTube as social? Oh, it's social for sure. And that one... Those videos live forever. Yeah, it's not just there, man. You've also got uh, Market Campus's residual at this well, point. Well, I'd... Uh, You're making a couple dozen at least dollars from Market Campus. I'd still... Month. As much as... If it was a week, I'd love to take a week off the internet. Uh, a month, I might go crazy. I feel like the next, like, Gangnam style, whatever, will drop. And then it'll be not cool by the time I see it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You didn't see my really? motion there. That's what you're worried about for getting <laughs> off the internet for a month? Yeah. Okay, I've got one for you. Is Would you rather marketing? have... Yeah, this is marketing. Would you rather have content that is geared to be more SEO friendly or more likely to be shared socially? SEO friendly. Really? This guy's like hardcore social and all of a sudden... Dude, like, you're so fickle, dude. I told you, he's out. a fence rider, man. <laughs> Just, so why? Uh, at the end of the day, it's like how many... Like those that those four thousand likes on social aren't going to pay the bills, whereas SEO those four thousand those likes. are people who are but four thousand likes is contributing to social. Sure, it's going to contribute. You mean to SEO? Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, but not like again. I think I'm going to have an easier time gearing towards SEO, mainly speaking from personal uh, experience with the products I market such as dev mountain we've done both we have much more success when we write stories that are geared towards like educating the audience informational they rank well 
versus, ooh, this is interesting. This will get some clicks on social. Yeah, we ride the wave, but then at the end of the day, it's like, unless we're generating leads it's from about those longevity. social stories. Yeah. It's nice. I love evergreen content. Okay. SEO friendly. Hey, that was that's an easy one. Okay, Brandon or John. Okay, this is my last good one. The other ones are not so good. Um, okay, would you rather be a CMO for a startup with no or very little bit budget or be a mid-level manager of a big company with a big budget? I would pick the big budget. I picked the big budget. <laughs> Basically, you're asking me, would you like your current job or would you like to be a CMO of this little job or this little of company? ProvoRestaurantReview.com. <laughs> that has no money to do anything <laughs> with. Why would you pick that? Like, if there's no budget, what do you do? Huge, huge creative freedom. Yeah, freedom and then huge There's no freedom. Potential. Small budget is the opposite of freedom. No, I'll tell you right now. You bootstrap a company, that's not freedom. But mid-level manager, you, you have people you have to report to. You're stuck to very tight goals. You can't really get freedom. You should be you stuck can't. to tight goals if you're the CMO of a small company. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying you get you have that freedom to set those goals and to explore those I, channels. No, dude, you have you have the freedom to set goals in in a in a big company. I'm telling you guys, <clears throat> budget equals freedom. If you have a ton of money, you can do whatever you want. If you're the one calling the shots, yeah. Because what if you're looking at your let's say dude, you I a- am mid level management. I'm the exact definition of mid-level management okay let's go one step lower so you're not mid-level management you're one lower than but you. so so what, what good does it do to have unlimited budget if you don't have access to it yeah that's budget. basically what you're trying to tell me yeah. right is is you don't have access to the unlimited budget because you are not you don't have access to decide what to do with that budget okay so you're changing the paradigm now <laughs> you're t- a little bit Oh, you didn't say what I thought or what I wanted you to say. I'm going to change it. <laughs> Just pulling a Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the mid-level manager. Why? What's your reason? Um, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I, I'm not as cutting. Like you were like immediate. Like I see. And maybe I'm thinking of like. Would you rather be the CMO and you've got like a 10K a month budget for advertising and stuff, but you, and you have complete control over how that's spent? I mean, 10K a month is, I mean, that's significant. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking like 10K a month versus 200K a month. And the 200K a month is a lot of money to experiment with, which is fun. That's funny. Um, but at the end of the day, like what if your boss is like, we're focusing on this, this, and this, but you look at things and you say, well, I really think we should do this. But the boss says, nope. You're like, wow, we're putting money into boring stuff. Whereas if I was the CMO, I could be going exactly the direction I want to go. There's also job security. Like if if you're a CMO of a small company, there's there's a chance that company will be around and then you're going to have to go find a mid-management position anyway. Whereas if you're a mid-man... Plus, where do you go from CMO? Like, they're, like if you're mid-level management, there's job security and there's... Um, growth opportunity sure which is also why i pick the mid-level yeah okay so we're actually out of time i got one more okay hit it i'll Here just i'll just delete uh john's last just delete. One. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. uh would you rather have an additional 80k added to your marketing budget every per year or use that 80k to hire an 80k 
a year employee. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would take the employee. What about you, John? Employee. Man, you guys just are so fast. I don't know what I'm going to pick. You don't know what you would 80K, pick? 80K, man. You run that on Facebook ads. Think of all the, the leads you can generate. Here's the thing, Vivint. We're in the millions. Yeah, of budget. I know. So, so 80,000 is not that much. It's a little uh, less of an impact. I'd probably lean towards the employee. Yeah. If you had a if you had an eighty thousand dollar employee, that's a pretty that's high that's high level. Yeah. Like that's not entry level, right? You're getting a pretty Skilled pretty good worker. guy. Or Would you worker, rather or hire gal. an eighty K employee or two forty K employees? One eighty K. Yeah, one eighty K. That's where I might pick the two forties. Of course you would. Because if I can come with you're a slave driver. And then I got two people just doing the work. Build me some links. <laughs> In other words, would you like one person with high job satisfaction or two people with low job satisfaction? <laughs> but they both get the job done for cheaper labor. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Although is paying the same if you're price. paying eighty or If you're paying 40 k they're not independent thinkers. That's not what you're paying for. You're sure. paying for someone to execute on your own ideas. But if you want them to step up and tell you where there are gaps in your strategy, you're not getting it. Fair enough. Anyway. All right. That's all the time we have. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you left a review on iTunes or any other platform you listen to your podcasts on. Reach out to us. Shoot over your own Would You Rather ideas. Get in touch with us by email at inbound at belowthefold.io. You can also also hit us up on Twitter, belowthefold.io. That's all we've got this week. Until next week, we'll catch you below the fold. Bam. All right. All right, all right, all right.